0: That's amazing insight. Did you cover Keyshawn here? Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Law Nation show. Uh, we're going to listen in to 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate you all.
1: Jason Minick, San Antonio radio host, that Jerry is throwing a big celebrity party tomorrow yep. night in LA. And Jason Minick commented, "Not a fan of this. It's not training camp. It's not a Super Bowl party. It's the second round of the playoffs. Teams should be focused from the
2: top down." Or he's going to host a party in another way. um I don't know that he would have done this had we been playing at you know um, Charlotte this week, but he's damn sure going to do it in Los Angeles, my only big problem with the celebrity party in L.A. thrown by Jerry Jones is that at this early stage, I do not believe I'm invited. So, yes, I'm also against it right That's what we were speculating about.
1: Uh, I don't know if this is like a Hall of Fame party, though, where all of you uh, were invited, but the media, I think this might be like, you know, the Hollywood directors and everything, the the real big dogs.
2: Yeah, I would think that, uh, but somewhere between... Denzel Washington and Kate Bosworth. You could squeeze me in.
1: That's right.
3: So you'll be in between Pete Went uh, Pete Davidson and Kate. Bosworth. Now
2: Chop is going to
1: L.A. Fish, so you have a running buddy out there. He's going to L.A. for the game.
2: Are you actually coming to the football game?
3: No, yeah. I'm just going to go there and sit outside the stadium in a, in a <laughs> wonderful area known as South Southeast L.A. I
2: mean, you bought a, You bought a ticket. I was
3: I was, was gifted a ticket. Yes.
2: Wow. Okay, you got a place to stay. Uh, that
3: information has not been given to me yet, but I assume that, that it comes with a hotel room.
2: Okay. Um, I would invite you to my hotel, but I, I don't, I just don't think it's available. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks Mike.
1: Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Appreciate that. We'll remember that Oxnard. We'll see you in Oxnard.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. You have a, uh, but, but, but in all seriousness to end this, this is not Romo Witten Cabo part two, right?
2: Uh, it, it's nothing like that. Now that one had, had, didn't look right. There was nothing particularly wrong with it, but uh, the optics weren't good. This time, this is Jerry Jones throwing a party for himself. I don't know how, after thirty years, we're uncomfortable with this. Jerry Jones throws a party for himself every day. Yeah. Why would he not right. throw a party on Friday in Los Angeles? Uh, I, I don't. I don't get the the outcry. I, I really. After thirty years, I don't get it. Yeah, was-
3: if, like I said, if there's a player or a coach at the party, then I start having problems.
2: Okay, but there's and not going that. to be. Spend some time on this. I don't know of times, if you guys NBA can hear me, me now. Give me that. a thumb up when if they, you can hear they me. They roll into the big city, the and audio. they'll go down to the nightclub, and they'll be the host. Chop, you know this, right? Sure. Well, yeah, they uh, come make a
1: five-minute uh, appearance and roll
2: out. Yeah, Shaq, will, some, some bar in Dallas will give Shaq $25,000. He'll come in, he'll wave from the DJ booth, and then he'll leave. Or he'll stay, whatever. Shut
0: up to you, Starboy.
2: Uh, so, so that's the player doing it. And I can understand why, why people cringe a little bit at that. That that does happen at midnight and it is theoretically the night before a game. I don't believe Jerry is shooting up. So <laughs> so if, if Jerry Jones or R. J. Choppy has a little bit of a hangover on Saturday morning, I do not believe that it'll affect the outcome of the game. He's
1: also not sitting in the film room for last minute adjustments as the team is getting ready for curfew. Do you know what time just and brought us if you're listening, text me. You know what time like curfew and the night before stuff like shuts down? <sighs>
2: I don't, I, I don't know T-ticks, for sure. No. Like okay. You Ma- know, I, I know that when 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 I'm stumbling around at at eleven o'clock at night on the road, nobody's it, the the players are in their rooms. They're not stumbling around with me. Who's
1: your that. who's your on the road media crew? You go you you go hanging out
2: with uh, Edward Egros. Okay. Uh, makes me feel young again. And really, <laughs> <laughs> Edward Egros does he travel? Yeah, Edward Egros travels, Pat Doney travels, uh, the uh, photojournalists from all the, the TV stations, they're all uh, fantastic. And then sometimes the, the most fun is to just sit in the hospitality room, watch college football, and then in will come, you know, Rod Marinelli uh, oh. or Will McClay. And you sit around and watch college football with Will McClay and Rod Marinelli. That's that's actually more fun than Edward Egros and Pat Doney.
1: <laughs> it sounds like it could be. Mike Fisher, com hotline. Great segue to Rod Marinelli with an exclusive, exclusive. I love this, Mike. Listen, tell us about what Rod listen, told me.
2: listen, people. Yeah, and this is one of those. Just give us 10 minutes, Cowboys fans, and, and we'll get you updated here. And we've, we've got a lot of this here in the next few. So I had a long conversation with Rod Marinelli yesterday uh, about uh, Chris Richard, obviously, but also about Rod Marinelli's mindset uh, as it applies to these kind of situations. And Marinelli basically told me, I will do whatever the Cowboys want me to do I will move in whatever direction they want me to move so we keep Chris Richard. Ooh, that's good. And I asked him, I said, have you always been like this? That's pretty egoless. That's not, you know. I know you're 69 and you've got <laughs> skins on the wall now. And he said, when I first went into coaching in college, we didn't have a defensive coordinator. We didn't really have titles. We just had areas of responsibility and then everybody worked together. And he said, I still think of it that way. Mm-hmm. So when I said to him, is it fair to say that Chris Richard is the co-defensive coordinator, he, he said, yeah. I said, mm-hmm. is it fair to say that he's the de facto? He said, hey, "Say I don't care. Say it if you want to. I, I, I have him call plays. Uh, it helps him blossom as a man and a person because I want him to go be a head coach. He is a head coach, and wow. I, I, I want to help him do that. I want to help guys grow up and lead organizations. Rod Marinelli is willing, if this team needs him to, he's willing to go be just the defensive line coach wow. if that's what it takes man, to Rob keep Mariner, Chris this, Richard here. But would he
3: stay here? as just getting a promotion to the full-on D coordinator as opposed to becoming a head coach. like He wouldn't yeah, do that, Yeah, you're talking right? about
2: That's yeah. what's interesting about that. There, there's a couple of wrinkles here. The Jets, <laughs> Miami, they went and hired the, the former Dolphins coach. Mm. Um, they, they were very serious about Baylor's Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. And I was told last night that in Rule's interview, as they were getting down to, to getting pretty close to, to making him one of the two finalists right. maybe, they dictated to him what they wanted his staff to look like, and he said no. He said, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to hire my guys. I'm not going to hire your guys. And so that caused Matt Rule basically to say, okay, well then, if that's the way it is, I'm going back to Baylor. So that just leaves the Dolphins. And I know that there's national reports saying that the Dolphins have zeroed in on Chris Richard. They're not mm-hmm. even done interviewing yet. So that's just false. Right. Uh, they, they really like Brian Flores, the Patriots' uh, defensive assistant. Uh, they're interviewing their own special teams coach on Friday. So how you think they're going to hire Chris Richard yesterday when they're, they're doing interviews on Friday, I don't understand. I would say this, Choppy, here's a wrinkle. What if Miami's situation is so bad that they don't really want to be their head coach? What if Dallas will pay me more to stay here and be the defensive coordinator? And I get the sense in Miami when I interview them that they want to tank this year, that their plan is to be bad this year that they're going to be bad this year and that all I am is a placeholder for the next coach because they're not going to let me be bad long term you notice that these these jobs that people are taking the primo ones they all have young quarterbacks mm-hmm. and and that's going to help you get fast get good fast the dolphins don't have that maybe the dolphins aren't the most attractive situation and maybe that plays into Chris Richards staying in Dallas
3: and uh, right now there are only 5 teams with less cap space for this coming year
2: Yeah, so, um, again, the, the, I, I don't if know that Chris the leaves, Dolphins you would are exactly do you announcing do you this to season ticket holders, but I think the Dolphins are right know, now Jeremy, already planning know. on tanking in 2019. Not the optimal situation for Todd a 39-year-old Bowles, first-time maybe. head coach.
1: Cole Beasley and Blake Jarwin miss another practice?
2: Yeah, uh, I, I think. I can't say this about Beasley. I, I don't know yet. I, it's just hard to imagine him not trying to go. But I know that in practice, all the preparation has been just in case he can't. So Tavon Austin is your slot guy. Uh, and uh, Noah Brown, uh, he had the flu the other day, still has it a little bit, but he practiced. He's getting ready mm-hmm. to contribute. And Lance Lenore is on the 53. I think Blake Jarwin's problem is serious. I think uh, that's a that might be a high ankle sprain um, that he can't bounce back quickly from to the point where, uh, you better expect. You, you can go ahead and say right now that Dalton Schultz is your starting tight end Sunday. It's Rico where, time, baby. Uh, I think Rico <laughs> Gathers will end up being the number two guy. You get Cam Fleming ready to be the you know the the jumbo thirteen personnel third tight end, and then I wonder. Obviously, it's too late to do it now, but if the Cowboys win, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys kind of scour other teams' practice squads. Jason Witten, baby, bring Jason Witten back. Tight end who might be able to help me. That's how uh, serious I think Jarwin's ankle might be.
1: A young tight end, Mike. You're looking the wrong direction. You know, there's another one that's supposed to be working this weekend, but he could work in another capacity. You know, for the Cowboys, maybe. You think Jason Witten is regretting his decision? Was it his I decision?
2: Jason I think Jason Witten's family loves his decision. To go, to go, move on to the next chapter. Uh, Witten obviously still is in tremendous shape and all that, and I'm, I'm sure he goes and works out and lifts weights. I don't know, man. Can can you really go play in a football game after taking yes. off? Oh man, Witten! No, Bro, he's healthy. What do you guys mean? Yeah. He hasn't taken a hit shut all up, year. He's healthier up, than half, half the team. If I
1: hear about Tony Romo or Jason <laughs> Witten on this radio station one more time, <laughs> well, you'll hear about him. He's waiting till three o'clock. <laughs> Yesterday, Bassick
2: wouldn't shut up about it.
1: Well, my, other, ben Bassick.
2: Here's the other fantasy that happens, and I, and I understand why. Everybody thinks that the Cowboys should hire Tony Romo as the head coach, Jason Witten as the offensive coordinator, and Sean and Lee as the defensive, defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah.
0: Mike Baskin. We,
2: we, all, we all want the former <laughs> players. We all think that they're automatically either going to be great broadcasters or great coaches, and it's just not that automatic. We, we especially seem to think at, about old white guys. And I just don't think it's that easy. They also, by the way, put in incredible hours, these coaches do. They do, they and do. Jason Witten and Tony Romo are, are certainly hard workers, but Tony Romo will go to Dallas National today and play golf for 10 hours. Yeah. Why, why would you give that up to actually have to do a real job? All
1: right, Fish, do we uh, have the referees for this game, and does it John will Perry. it matter?
2: John Perry is mm-hmm. your guy. Uh, the Cowboys are 2-0 and with John Perry this year. Yes. They're 9-6 lifetime, so that's yes. pretty good. <laughs> oh, but shoot! When John Perry works a Dance Rams game, no kitsch. The Rams are six and a lifetime. Wow! They're
1: going to be six and one. Journey on. singer. I wonder how many years <laughs> that spans.
2: Uh, I, I can go. I can go dig that up and text it to you. He's been doing it for. I think he's been a head ref for twelve years. Oh, okay.
1: okay. I was hoping yeah. it was like he just worked like, like six Rams week. games yeah. in the last two years. <laughs> uh, and,
2: uh, here's another exclusive, exclusive for you. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. You know how Jason Garrett likes to set up competition in practice, and it's, uh-huh. it's yeah, he hard. beats he Dak is. every oh, day yeah, yeah, at he he the end beat. of it. Like big guys, yeah, that's right. Every day. Um, <laughs> and it's hard. You know, it's fifty-three man roster, and I got the salary cap, and now it's the playoffs. So how much competition can I really set up? But I think they set up one between Connor Williams and Xavier Suafilo at left guard, because they're both wow. healthy enough to play. And wow. I think Connor Williams has won the competition.
1: Ooh, let's brought us about at 8 o'clock. Good wow. stuff, Mikey. Uh, make room for Choppy in that room in Cali, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: think there's going to be I, – I don't even know, Chop, if I've got a room now that I think about it.
1: Oh, man. Oh, wow. R.J., your boy, your co-fantasy <laughs> football uh, teammate, leaving you on the screen. Yeah, my one-time partner with the Texas Legends. I know. Woo! Leaving you out in the cold. Man. Remember that,
3: I hope. I hope I'm giving a suite somewhere.
1: Yeah, oh, and then I got I get to rub it in the face of fish. Oh, uh, he's gonna be calling you the commercial break. Is the station sending? <laughs> what's what's your, what's.
0: Your oh my goodness, uh, man! Hey, so uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. I wish I wish I can stick around all the way to eight o'clock to hear what Brian Brothers got to say. Man, that would be nice. But I I got other parameters of, of of responsibilities to do. But I appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Really appreciate you all. Deep down for the bottom of my heart. I really do. <laughs> oh man. Um let me go over what they discussed. They 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 talked about Jerry Jones and his uh two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht. Like I said on my previous shows, uh Jerry Jones, when you were Billionaire, not a millionaire, not a thousander, a billionaire. You do billionaire things, and I believe I put this in the box of billionaire things. Uh, they said that uh, the the party is Friday. It's he's 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 from LA. He was born in LA, and he now get to Galavan and be around some of his uh, kin folks and and family members and and other billionaire party buddies and things like that. So he's gonna do his thing. It's not like, of course, we know he's the GM, but it's not like he's grinding film. It's not like he's looking at Todd Gurley's film and tape and saying, OK, we need to be more explosive and rally and then rallying, chasing to the ball in these parameters because we will have the same, I guess, upset feeling. Collectively, if we were to see Jerry Jones all in the uh, business meetings or, or I guess, coaching meetings, and, and we would be saying to ourselves, "Jerry Jones trying to be the coach? They need to get him out of there. Let coaches coach. Let him just parlay and be the billionaire that he is." So as, lo- as long as I heard, <laughs> as long as I was able to hear that none of the players, the actual players, going to be at this party, then I'm cool. Are you guys cool with it? Shout out to Sarah. Shout out to Big L.A. I think that's Big L.A. Virginia Finals. Appreciate you. 72 Autos. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Always a lady. Appreciate you for regulating and handling it. Janiqua. Appreciate you. Thank you for being part of this thing early in the morning. I hope you got your coffee. Sarah Green. The Butcher. Appreciate you for being part of the mix. Jerry Jones is doing Jerry Jones things. As long as I'm not hearing... Dak Prescott is uh, taking shots at this party and Ezekiel Elliott got his hair braided up and he's all around running around hitting forehead and hit button people all at this party. As long as I don't hear those type of news, then Jerry Jones let him do his billion dollar, billionaire type of stuff. I just want to invite to the next one. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, shout out to Vox for president of 80 percenters. Appreciate you for tuning in shot. Shotty. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for being part of the mix. They talked about, these are the things that I really want to bring home. Uh, Jarwin is, uh, I guess his ankles is all snapped up. Uh, They said Noah Brown, he's he's battling the flu. And uh, Cole Beasley. That is the MVP of the wide receiver core as it relates to the short, intermediate routes. The short area quickness is beyond any receiver that's in the National Football League as of today. I really, really hope that Cole Beasley just rests in his high ankle sprain. It's quite funny. We played the Seattle Seahawks, and have you guys noticed everybody have ankle issues? If you look at every tackle, those dirty Seahawks. Every, what at the end of every tackle, they twisted the, the opposition. Well, twisted our our, our players' legs up. Uh, that team, somebody need to look into that. It's quite funny to me. It's quite strange. It's quite uh, weird that everybody have lower ankle injuries. And they try to do my boy Ezekiel Elliott like that. You know, somebody need to, to reach out to the Seattle Seahawks and say, hey, call them out for who they are. Some trash, little little sea chickens out there. Twisting people's ankle and, and a horse collar and tackle uh, uh, my guy, Alan Hearns. Somebody need to really reach out to him, <laughs> whether it be via Twitter. Nobody, national media is not talking about it. I did a side-by-side video of the horse collar tackle, and nobody talked about it for Alan Hearns. It really, it really, I'm, try- I'm too early in the morning for me to curse, but uh, it's really, really, really peeing me off. You know, I'm trying to keep it PG-13 if you know what I mean. Um, nobody talk about it. I did a side-by-side video. Go to my Instagram page or go to my Twitter page, and you will see, uh that that was a clear horse call a tackle. Did you guys hear anybody saying, Okay, uh that uh that said players now find? I don't hear it. No none of the talk tracks of that. Now, of course we all put sent our prayers up to uh, Alan Hearns for a speedy recovery. We we did that as Cowboy Nation. We did that. And and I saw some of the uh Saints uh not Saints players, the Seattle Seahawks player come to the uh to the point where he was uh at the when he was laying out there on the turf to, to lift them up in prayers. But I, the, the butcher, I can't YouTube it because the NFL will flag it, but it's on the Instagram. It's on my Twitter page. And and, and it's just crazy to me. Uh, another thing that I want to talk about is uh, Rico gathers. He, he, he got to step it up. This is what we've been grooming him for. Right. And uh shorts, all shorts. So we're, we're, we're low in that department. We got a collective unit. We got a rookie tight end, and we got a, I guess, a three-year player who's really his first-year player playing tight end, as as Enrico Gathers. And then they throwing Cam Fleming out there for the jumbo package. That's like when you go 13 personnel or 23 personnel. Uh, You will have your three tight ends or what have you. So we're going to have to figure out a way to, I guess, hopefully, I hope that the injury could just resolve itself. Now, last night, we had a roundtable with me, uh, Vach Lombardi, who loves to party. Uh, Koye, uh, the, <laughs> the myth buster that he is and Foots the King, the the DB specialist or the wide receiver specialist breakdown guy. Um, we talked about the uh, offensive line, the uh, Xavier Suofilo and the Connor Williams and things like that. One being athletic and the other one just being big and burly and strong. Uh, I would like to know. Who Tyron Smith would like to play with you know is it the Connor Williams or is it the Sue <laughs> because we're gonna have our we're gonna have our plate full it's gonna be a full like a three-course meal all at once regardless of how we look at it there's three people that I, I got I got my eye on on the Rams on the defensive side of the ball that's uh uh, Sue, because we know how how Dominican Sue is so dirty and nasty too. He's a dirty player. He likes to hit you and rub his elbow down into your face and all that stuff while you're on the ground and turn and twist your ankle. Um, we have to worry about Aaron Donalds of the world. So those 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 twist stunts, regardless of how you look at it. I saw Jeremy Reed the last game picked up Connor Williams and said rocking my baby to the... You know, he was rocking him all day. <laughs> it just blessed that only one sack occurred out of that situation. But those are the two players that I'm worried about the inside. And and, and um, uh, 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 I just, uh, Ali, Talib, I can't never say this man's name. But you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the DB from Richardson. I'm talking about he's the type of guy that he likes to pounce on the ball. He likes to shoot... When, when he liked to sit on those routes. So basically, we saw it we saw against the Denver Broncos when he took one to the house for 99 yards. So we got to be mindful of those things. If we're going to go with uh, Amari Cooper, we can't do those little dig and button hook routes two or three times in the game. He will notify that, and he will jump on those routes. And all it takes is one turnover. All that it takes is just one assignment miss, and you get a tackle or a sack up the middle. That can change a lot of things, guys. I'm not saying that I fear the the L.A. Rams, but those are things that that can flip this thing around. The L.A. Rams remind me of a college team. And how do college team (laughs) (laughs) Aqib, DJ Cobb, I cannot say this man's name for nothing in the world. (laughs) But you guys know what I'm talking about. Football lately for the L.A. Rams has became college. It's a college-style football meaning that they play with a lot of momentum. They're going to they be at home. There's. There should be more Cowboys fans than L.A. Rams fans, for try, crying out loud. They're a transplant team at this point. So we should still be loud, but we do not want that momentum to leave the building. We do not. We do not. Jay Jones, appreciate you for tuning in. Ajah, hey, what's up, man? Appreciate you for being part of the mix. The Eagles O-line o- away ridiculous hold last week got away i guess you're saying they got away with a ridiculous holding i didn't really watch the eagles that much robert turner yes so those are my three things now as far as Gurley, he's a, he's a little gimpy out there uh he didn't practice full head of steam he's still battling knee issues from what i'm looking at as far as uh his quote-unquote practice tape that i was able to see via espn he looks like uh He's not really running to full speed, but my thing is I look at it just like what the uh, Colts did with T.Y. Hilton. Remember that? It's like, oh, he's not practicing. He's not practicing. He's going to be a game day decision. Then all of a sudden I look up there and he was like, okay, (laughs) he's running full speed and everything. So I, I really don't dive too too much into that uh, that part of it cuz I already know that they probably playing a chess game on the offensive side of the uh LA Rams and if we can still fly out to the ball and get to the uh to the young quarterback Jerry Goff boy it can be a real awakening for them yeah so <clears throat> all we got to do is just stick to my philosophy or guess to the team philosophy is TOP Take time of possession off the ball. Run the ball more than, more than often. Score early than often when we get down there to the red zone, money zone, the green zone. And um, attack down the field at least two to three times a game. I, I used to say two to three times every quarter, but what? A game. It's just just tack down the field. Open up that offense uh, or, and open up their defense. Do the end-of-round reverse sweep. I think Tavon Austin should eat this weekend. Uh, and, and just play aggressive still keep our mindset to be more aggressive more than anything uh, Vega Bomber appreciate you for tuning in hey that's what I'm talking about yes yes Cowboy Nation one way or another we just got to keep our mind together keep focused stay focused be ready stay on G be on G wait no no right let's go Cowboy Nation that's all the time that I have for this beautiful morning I really appreciate each and every last one of you all don't forget to hit that like button Please hit that like button, share this content, let people know where they can go to get the information from the nation. And uh, I'm on Roku. Check out the Roku station, download Roku and uh, just listen to Silver and Blue Nation and also Law Nation. Let's get this thing going. Uh, Mr. Truckee, appreciate you. He said help grow the nation back from Germany soon. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, man, Uh, especially uh, being all the way over there and still listening in to the nation. That means a lot. It really do. It really do. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let me go ahead and, and get on out of here. But here's the thing. At 8 o'clock on 105.3 The Fan, they will have Brian brothers out there delivering some more information out there for your ears. So don't forget to tune in to that. And shout-out to Mike Fisher from 105.3 The Fan, always delivering the news and the updates and things like that. It's always a pleasure, guys. One game at a time. Don't worry about the noise. Do not. I'm going to say this again. Do not worry about Jerry Jones and what billionaires are doing. All we got to do is worry about Saturday and getting out there and making noise. If you're in the L.A. area and you're a Cowboys fan and you're not at the game making noise. Come on now. <laughs> come on, fam. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get this day going and um, it will happen. All we got to do is put our mind to it, right? And uh, I always talk about this, right? Being persistent about things in life. Try to create that habit. You know, I make a habit every day of folding up my bed. <laughs> create your habit in life, and you will see that it propel you a little bit further because it be it makes you prepared. Uh, I always say this, too. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. So as long as this team is prepared for this, regardless, Things will happen. Cowboy Nation, one way or another. Let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We got this. Yes, we do, Cowboy Nation. We got it. All we got to do is put our mind to it. worry about Jerry Jones, do not worry about it, Ezekiel is going to hear, Prescott is going to prove the naysayers wrong, right, all of this news and update is for you guys to understand this right here, let's put our mind to it, you guys know I got to leave you with something, I got to leave you with something, are you listening, when the end comes for me, let it find me conquering, a new mountain not sliding down an old one, meaning that new challenges are always around us, we just gotta put our mind to it and accept the things that we can change, right? And understand that this right here, that this game is just not a game. This is a battle, not just of the mind, but a physical talent, physical strength, And I'm telling you right now, Cowboy Nation, we've been at the bottom of everything, right? Everybody counted us out when we was three and five. Everybody counted us out when we got rid of Dez. Everybody counted us when we got rid of Jason. Oh, reliable wit. Everybody said, including me, Jason Garrett needs to go and all this stuff, right? Including me on that aspect, right? I, I fall on the sword on that. But damn it, I'm off that sword. Now, Jason Garrett with his clapping tail. Let's clap this victory all all the way out, because all we gotta do, like I said, if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, that's the Super Bowl then dog it we got three more games and all we got to do is roll our sleeves up and punch them in the mouth and let them get down and we'll put them down let's go cowboys nation one way or another you've been listening to nothing but the best of law nation remember we're gonna get this thing going salute I don't have the clip button right now, but I can do it myself. Y'all howl with me. Let's go cowboy nation. Go grab your coffee. Get up early this morning. And you see somebody with that silver and blue on, you tell them, I got one more thing I gotta say to you before I go. You tell them, I got one more thing I gotta say to you. And they gonna say, what? And then you gonna say, how about them cowboys? Salute. Let's roll. Cowboy Nation We're out